Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. This is the Tom Hartman Program. Are cinema and mansion going to cause the GOP coup? Are they going to help bring about the end of democracy, uh, specifically by blowing up voting rights and, and certainly the, the end of any kind of democratic rule in the United States by blowing up Build Back Better, which will then be a failure for President Biden that literally will echo through the 2022 and 2024 elections? And who are the people behind them? Is this the right-wing billionaire machine that the Koch brothers created back in the day and now has metastasized way beyond that? There are now state policy networks, right-wing think tanks in every single state in the union that are churning out op-eds on a daily basis, that are writing pieces in court briefs for state Supreme Courts in support of legislation. You've got the American Legislative Exchange Council, ALEC, that meets twice a year, where Republican legislators get together one-on-one with individual lobbyists for over 100 different companies and industries. And those lobbyists provide the Republican legislators with legislation to benefit their companies that the, the Republican legislators then take back to their state houses and pass. Is that what's going on here? Are Cinema and Mansion basically caught in the clutches of this giant billionaire funded right wing machine that goes back to, to the founding of the Heritage Foundation in the 1980s or the late 1970s? And others, you know, the Charles Koch Foundation, it used to be you know, what it used to be. Now it's called the Cato Institute. Now he's got his own foundation as a separate thing. Competitive Enterprise Institute, the American Enterprise Institute, Women for America. There's Independent Women's Forum. You know, we've had their, them on as guests before. These are all basically groups that are, you know, given their front money by right-wing billionaires and organizations that they have created. The right-wing billionaire network in the United States, the political network, through organizations like Freedom Works and the, and the like, is larger than the Republican Party. It has more money than the Republican Party. Sometimes people refer to it as a shadow political party. I would say it is the right-wing force in American politics, and the Republican Party is the shadow party. And it sure looks to me, and I'd love to hear your thoughts on this, uh, you know, what am I missing here that uh, Joe Manchin and Kirsten Cinema, in slightly different ways are buying into this or have been bought by this? Is it possible that what's going on 
Kirsten Sinema met a couple of days ago with several members of Congress. She met with John Tester, a conservative Democrat from Montana, Tim Kaine, you know, the Hillary Clinton's vice presidential candidate, but nonetheless also, you know, a neoliberal Democrat. And Angus King, who used to be a Republican, is now an independent, Angus King from Maine, who has become, you know, I think all three of these people are outspoken defenders of the idea of democracy anyway. And thus, presumably, advocates for voting rights. So both Manchin and Cinema attended a meeting with Tester, Kane, and King to try to figure out a way around the filibuster. And John Hickenlooper, by the way, former governor of Colorado, now the senator from Colorado, he replaced Cory Gardner, the guy who was all in favor of the personhood bill that would have outlawed all hormonal birth control pills in, in uh, Colorado. The one that uh, Mara Liasson lied about on the air on, on NPR back in the day made me crazy. I, I just, I, I couldn't believe it. And it was just a day or two before the election. Anyhow, John Hickenlooper, the good guy, came out in support of changing the filibuster. This is from a Politico piece, Cinema Pops, Democrats filibuster trial balloon on voting rights. John Hickenlooper came out in support of changing the filibuster to pass elections legislation, reasoning, quote, if we can change the process on the death ceiling, then surely we can do the same to protect our democracy, which is the argument that Raphael Warnock, Senator and Reverend Raphael Warnock of Georgia has been making. He, by the way, is up for re-election. And if you're looking, you know, I've, uh, many times people call in and say, who should I be giving money to? I've got 50 bucks. I'd like to contribute it to someplace where it's going to have some meaning. And my first answer is always give it to individual candidates who can do a good job. And Raphael Warnock is right up at the top of that list. Uh, but anyhow, uh, he came out and he said that uh, he would like to, well, I don't have a quote. Oh, yeah, here it is. He said, our democracy is clearly imperiled. The lights are flashing and we are irresponsible if we don't respond. Now, with cinema, we know that the pharmaceutical industry is running ads in Arizona talking about how wonderful she is. And my recollection, and I may be wrong on this, so don't quote me, but my recollection is that the Chamber of Commerce or one of the other large business groups, perhaps the National Association of Manufacturers, is doing the same thing in support of cinema in Arizona. I know she has more than one group that is running ads on TV that says, isn't Kirsten Cinema wonderful? She's standing up for the citizens of Arizona. At least the white citizens which is probably the subtext of these ads. We don't see them here in, in Oregon, but they're out there. So is it that Kirsten Cinema has just thrown in with white supremacy and billionaires controlling America? Or is she just trying to get herself, you know, uh, another, another magazine cover, another, another photo spread in Time Magazine or in Newsweek or in in the New York Times or, you know, wherever she's been. And with Joe Manchin, this is a similar question. You know, his daughter, Heather Breck, made millions, I mean, literally tens of millions of dollars as CEO of the company that, that jacked up the price on EpiPens, to, which is ephedrine. I mean, it's, a, it's an old generic drug. They, they used to make it out of crab apples. You ever, eat a, you ever bite into crab apple and suddenly your mouth tastes really dry? That's the ephedrine, or epiphrine, or epidrine, or however it's pronounced. I'm sorry, I, you know, I didn't go to medical school. 
but uh, it, it's, it's the, it used to be in contact cold capsules. It used to be in Sudafed. They took it out because you can use it as a, as a raw material to make methamphetamine. But that's, that, you know, that's, what, that's what this is, a generic drug. And now they're hundreds of dollars for something that costs pennies to make? Well, yeah, that was Joe Manchin's daughter. So you can see where maybe he's uh, not all that happy about controlling drug prices, except she retired three years ago. So the Manchin family fortune is secure. His son, uh, you know, is running his coal companies that are in his so-called blind trust. And by the way, you know, coal is diminishing, but it's not going to go away before Joe Manchin's an old man and dies. So I don't, you know, I, it's hard to think that he's just protecting his financial interests. It may be that he's protecting the interests of his social circle. It may be that he's decided to throw in with, with the, uh, the so-called Coke network or the other right-wing billionaire networks the way that, that uh, cinema appears to have. I, I, I just don't know. But what I do know is that these two people are stopping the forward progress of this country. And, and we've tried everything. We've tried pressure campaigns. We've tried confront, you know, the people in kayaks coming up to Joe Manchin's yacht in the, in the Capitol Yacht Club where I used to live. Louise and I used to have a boat there. It's a great place, by the way. Um, with some really great people, and it's uh, low-cost living in D.C., except for Joe Manchin's <laughs> huge yacht. I mean, he's got the biggest boat in the place, of course. So what's going on? And if they keep doing this, is this going to be the thing that tips us into a coup by the Republican Party to reinstall either Trump or Trumpy-type candidates who want to end democracy in America, who want, to, who want to make it really, really hard to vote, who want to install judges who don't believe in the Constitution, but rather make up their own little originalist and uh, textualist ideas. How does this play out? This is the Tom Hartman Program. Do you have any ideas about how to, how to communicate with these people beyond what I've... I mean, I mean I'm... I'm flat out. Our buddy Joe Madison is on the line with us. Uh, day 38, isn't it, Joe, of your hunger strike here? Yes, it, uh, day 38. What's the situation with the possibility that the Senate might carve out a hole in the in the filibuster like they just did to pass the uh, to, to raise the debt ceiling only this time for something I think is far more important voting rights number one and number two and maybe I should reverse these how are you feeling 38 days you know, without solid food here let me start with the physical part uh, 194 to now 169 uh, good days, bad days uh, yeah <laughs> Uh, you know, and that is anticipated. There, you know, there, there, there are days, you know, headaches. It, 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 it's what happens when when you, you, you do this. And I, you know, that that's one thing people always ask me. That's usually the first thing. So mm -hmm. uh, I'm not I'm not going anywhere. I'm going to continue until this is signed. Now let me take you to the second question. 
there is serious movement. As we're speaking right now, the NAACP uh, leadership is meeting with several Democratic senators uh, to figure out how to carve out uh, the, the, uh, the filibuster. Uh, as you know, uh, the filibuster has been adjusted, carved out, put a set aside 160 times since 1969. And then just recently, uh, they, they did it for the, uh, uh, what is it, the debt ceiling. One of, one of uh, uh, Senator Sinema's uh, argument was that she wasn't comfortable uh, carving it out because she didn't want to uh, mess with Senate rules. Well, she just did. And, and, and so the argument is she doesn't have an argument anymore. Uh, you know, if you can carve it out 160 times and, and carve it out now for the uh, uh, debt ceiling, nothing, nothing is more important than uh, uh, protecting one's voting rights. And it's not just African-Americans. Man, you know, you know, Tom, I've learned uh, since this hunger strike that in states like where you were living at one time, Maine and New Hampshire, these folks actually have a poll tax where and what I mean is students have to register their car to vote and and pay a fee if they want to register to vote which is tantamount to, to a poll tax. Yep. Uh, you, know, what, what, you know, the U.S. states that are now saying, uh, even though there have been several states that have done um, uh, 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 mail-in voting, absentee balloting, but now want to get rid of absentee balloting. So there is movement. I've had conversations with several senators there were 13 senators, Democrats, that uh, got an incomplete score from the NAACP because they had not come out strong enough to support the two voting rights bills. And, and, and now uh, they're all meeting to get that scorecard changed. Well, so that's interesting. I'm saying, I, I, yeah, that's happening as we talk. As we talk, I think that it's a virtual meeting. We're going to get these two bills passed. But here's why I'm so glad that you wanted to do this today. Chuck Schumer has told me uh, in an interview that I did, people, please put the pressure on your senators. Keep their feet to the fire. Use, you know, the number you give out to the Capitol switchboard, uh, uh, five calls, apps, whatever platform there is. They need right now to be bombarded uh, with calls, and they believe that it could happen, uh, uh, be, you know, uh, by the end of the year. Uh, Senator Warnock yesterday went on the floor of the Senate and said that this these two bills ought to be voted on even before the Build Back Better bill. Yeah. In other words. Get it out. Get it done. Uh, this is and, and then Senator 
Mark Warner of Virginia came out strongly and said that that um, he he now is ready uh, to consider any way to uh, carve out the uh, uh, the filibuster bill. And then I had um, Eric Holder on, uh, who who reminded my listeners how the filibuster bill has been carved more than a Thanksgiving turkey. Uh, so, so uh, this is where I am, yeah. and uh, I and and I told Schumer I have no intention of stopping this hunger strike uh, until uh, these uh, bills are are passed. We are talking with the great Joe Madison, the Black Eagle. He uh, is the host of his own program on Sirius XM, six to ten a.m. channel one twenty six. Uh, the Urban View Channel, uh, civil and right, uh, civil human and human rights activist. JoeMadison.com is his website. Madison Sirius XM is his Twitter handle. Um, it, and, and Joe, you're suggesting that people call the Senate. The, the switchboard number for the Senate is 202-224-3121. This is a Senate problem, and it's a Democratic problem by and large because we know that the Republican Party has, you know, I mean, they're right up front about the fact that they don't want everybody to vote. This is, and you've said that, and I've said this, they are now the party of voter suppression. And they're telling this lie, and, and you can let your, you know how to, you can tell your audience, it is that, that the federal government has no constitutional right to intervene in voting as it relates to states' rights. Well, that's a bold-faced lie. Yep. And there is there are several Supreme Court decisions uh, that people can refer to. But what do they care about lying? Uh, I mean, that, but the, but but uh, but I think and and nine, and by the way, one hundred percent of the Senate Republicans received an F on the NACP scorecard uh, because they have refused to not only support the John Lewis bill the, the, and the voting, uh, other voting rights bill, but they have don't even want to debate it. That's why they keep bringing up the filibuster. So the Democrats are right now trying to work out uh, among themselves how will they uh, carve this out so that they can get the 50 plus one votes uh, yeah. to make this uh, law. Yeah, That's I, where I, we are. I, I'm with you, and, and I think that uh, you know, blowing up the filibuster to pass the the debt ceiling just reveals what a charade this is. Yep. Joe Madison, the great Joe Madison. They can do it. Yeah, there you go. They can do it. Yeah, listen to Joe uh, Monday through Friday on Sirius XM 6 to 10 a.m. on channel 126, JoeMadison.com, Madison Sirius XM on Twitter. Joe, thanks so much. Keep keep going, my friend, and, and stay healthy, please. God bless. Thank you. Thank you, Joe. This is the Tom Hartman Program. Sometimes Louise and I just crave a restaurant quality dinner at home without doing all the work or driving. Well, Cook Unity is the first chef to you service delivering locally sourced meals from award-winning chefs right to your door every week. And it appears to be less expensive than other delivery options. Go to cookunity.com slash Hartman with two N's or enter the code Hartman with two N's before checking out for 50% off your first week. We just received our first meals from Cook Unity 
And what a huge difference it is to get the best chefs in the country to bring creative, delicious meals to us and you every week. Every meal is handcrafted by chefs and made in local micro kitchens, not large production facilities. We just had the chipotle maple glazed salmon with green beans and mango pico de gallo. It had everything we love in a meal. They have all sorts of options like vegan, paleo, pescatarian, gluten-free, and more. Menus are posted two weeks in advance so you have plenty of time to choose. Experience chef-quality meals every week delivered right to your door. Go to cookunity.com slash Hartman with two N's or enter the code Hartman with two N's before checking out for 50% off your first week. That's 50% off your first week by using the code Hartman or going to cookunity.com slash Hartman. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, Tom Hartman here. Just wanted to give you a heads up that Sue, who works on our newsletter, has just been doing an extraordinary job. We have an absolutely free newsletter. You can subscribe to it over at TomHartman.com. And every day she puts together what we call Sue's Daily Stack. It's literally a link to every story I have referenced on the air in the program. She compiles these throughout the program and then gets the newsletter together and it goes out an hour or two after the show is off the air. And it's just absolutely extraordinary and something I think you'll find really useful. We also have free podcasts of the program. It boils the whole show down to about an hour. That's available through any of the places where you would normally get your podcasts. And that's free also. We're trying to get the word out. So many ways to communicate these messages. So just check it out at TomHartman.com. Tom in Huntington Beach, California. Hey, Tom, what's on your mind today? I know you're well-versed on the Constitution as a possible solution to gerrymandering and also to um, voter suppression. There is a clause, and I'll paraphrase, that says Congress shall guarantee that each state shall be a democratic republic. No, she'll have a Republican form of government. It's, it's uh, what, Article 6 of the Constitution, Article 5? I forget where, but it's in there, I, yeah. I believe it. Yeah, and couldn't that be used to make the uh, case against gerrymandering and voter suppression? I believe so, Tom, but uh, there's no time to deal with it right now. I mean, if you were to try to take that, that phrase, that, that you know, Congress shall ensure that every state is guaranteed a Republican form of government, um, or words to that effect. I'm paraphrasing it from memory. If you were to take that phrase out of the Constitution and write it into a law and pass that law and have Joe Biden sign that law and then try to prosecute states, go after, you know, sue individual states saying you are not providing a Republican form of government to your people because you are allowing 
you know, partisan officials to purge people from the voting rolls or because you're allowing um, uh, partisan officials to say that there's only going to be half as many voting machines in, in black neighborhoods as there are in white neighborhoods of the same size and stuff like, you know, just identifying all the normal stuff that really violates the, the whole notion of republicanism, you know, using that word the way it was used at the founding of our republic. It would then have to go to the courts. It would go through your, your, your district court. It would go to the circuit court. It would go to the appeals court. It would go to the Supreme Court. And then, you know, when the Supreme Court rules on it, it is or isn't law. That's a process that could take five years. And we've got a crisis right now. So I agree with your sentiment. I agree with that part of the, of the Constitution. I think, frankly, this is something that Lyndon Johnson should have gotten on back in the 60s. He should have used it as a basis for the Voting Rights Act. It should have been quoted in the Voting Rights Act so that it would be in law. So by this point in time, it would be established law. Uh, just like I just like I think that after in 1973 and 1974, the legislative year following Roe v. Wade, Congress should have passed legislation putting Roe v. Wade into law. And and thus a lot of this craziness would have been stopped. But they didn't do it. And because they didn't do it, we are where we are. And uh, and now, I mean, voting rights is just a political football. The Republicans don't want people to vote. The Democrats want everybody to vote. Uh, everybody who's legal and eligible and a citizen to vote. And, and uh, you know, the, the American people are caught in the middle, Tom. Wow. Well, thank you for the edification on that. Yeah, you're welcome, Tom. Thanks a lot for the call. I mean, it's a, it's a really important point. Do we have a Republican form of government? Keeping in mind, a Republican form of government back in the day meant we are a republic. We, have a, we are a constitutional republic. In fact, we have a constitution that is kind of the operating system. It is the, the uber law, the top law, the biggest law of the, of the land. Everything else is, is within that and subordinate to that. And we are a nation of laws. Are we a republic? Do we have a republican form of government? I would argue that increasingly we're an oligarchy. As Jimmy Carter said on this show to me, that, you know, no, we've just become an oligarchy where, where, where with political bribery was what Jimmy Carter said on this program. And he was absolutely right. And we need to fix that. And, and I think that, you know, some good voting rights legislation could take us a good step in the right direction. Lynn in Long Island, New York. Hey, Lynn, what's on your mind today? Yeah, good morning. Um, I just wanted to give you a little perspective on, on life. I've been around since uh, a long time ago. And in the 1960s, when I was in high school, they did the integration of um, Canarsie High School um, with people of color and people without color without preparing the neighborhood and without preparing anything about what was going to happen. And subsequently, we had three years of race riots. I was the student body um, president, so I quickly brought people of color into the president's council so that they could have a voice, which calmed it down a little bit. Um, I've also been, um, you know, privileged to work with uh, the women's movement and Gloria Steinem. And I think that the present um, regression, the, the fact that we seem to be losing ground from where we were um, during the last 50 years is very alarming to me. Yeah, our schools and are more segregated right now than they were in 1965. Yes, but we were moving in the right direction with President Obama. We were, we were giving um, people of color, you know, more voice. So, more what's your right, solution, more recognition. My solution is to to definitely pass HR one and to definitely pass the John Lewis um, voting rights, and to keep an eye on these wonderful Americans who have fought so hard for privilege. I also feel that the same way that they have.
fought so hard for privileged women have also fought very, very hard for reproductive rights. And the two aren't um, unlinked. We have our reproductive rights. We have civil rights. And if this was a man's issue, if reproductive rights was a man's issue, it wouldn't be a right. It wouldn't be a discussion at all. But because it's a woman's right, it probably is. I think that the women in this country have to realize how important this is. And we're talking about abortions that are given um, above the six or 12 week um, of the abortion. I have a very good friend who had to decide the question um, because she was carrying a child with um, an incredible handicapping condition. And she found out this particular friend in the six months of pregnancy um, that the child, because of hydroencephalus, probably would never walk, would never talk, would never be able to do anything would be a cognitive vegetable. And the doctor at that six month point recommended an abortion. You mean six weeks? Uh, my friend who six, six months. Oh, six months. Oh, my. Right. So my friend, um, who is a special ed teacher, um, talked to her husband and they came to the decision. She came to the decision to keep the child. They divorced each other. Um, she spent the next 30 years of her life um, with that child. Um, because of she was a special ed teacher, he, she had the money, she had right. the benefits, she had Lynn, everything. Lynn, to bring I'm, I, 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 I've got a whole board full of callers here. I need to move along. What's the point that you're calling to make? The point is that pro-life begins with pro-choice. Unless the woman can make the choice. I agree. I agree. And we and we and we, and we got we, it took us a long time to get there from civil rights and integration and school busing. Jose in Toledo, Ohio. Hey, Jose, what's on your mind? Well, actually, I'm Jose, I want to put you on hold. I'm sorry. I, I didn't realize how, how long that call with Lynn went. Uh, I only have 30 seconds until we're going to hit the end of the hour. Uh, so I'll pick your call. I'll pick your, uh, your call on the other side of the hour. Um, uh, amazing. Uh, one other thing I wanted to flag for your attention, by the way, this is happening in states all over the United States. These uh, right wing crazies are going door to door, knocking on doors with lists of voters saying, I know that you voted in the last election, and I know that you know, and, and, and you submitted a whatever kind of ballot. Who did you vote for? I mean, literally, this is happening. People are calling the police on them. These are the, the, the QAnon Republican groups. They call themselves voter integrity groups. And this is happening in something like 17 states right now that they've been able to identify where these pro-Trump conspiracy nuts are going door to door. It's This is a real mess. This is a real mess. So if, you know, has anybody knocked on your door and asked you about voting? Jose in Toledo, Ohio. Hey, Jose, what's up? Well, I was just uh, listening to the show and about the P about the Voting Rights Act. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I've always been of the belief that we may have had the civil rights movement in the 60s and the 50s. But sores like that fester. They, they don't go away with. 10 or 15, 20 years of legislation, it's going to be a long time before we actually get rid of this. Uh, we can always... The, this being sure what? Voter suppression or racism or... Racism. Yeah, racism. okay. I mean, it's going to be prevalent because I myself, of course, Jose, I'm a Hispanic. I, Everywhere I go professionally, I had to always prove myself because mm-hmm. the doubt was there. And that's among my colleagues who are educators you know uh mm-hmm. <clears throat> but 
I guess I just got off the phone with Portman, and the only thing that we can do as people is to keep shoving. And the person that said we need that whole bunch of people behind the, the stuck car to get it loose, to get it going, is right. We have to all keep pushing and never quit because it's not going to go away uh, from people's morals for a very long time. When people, when I read a book in college, uh, The Browning of America, uh, and it talked about uh, basically the less white people in time because of the mixing of the races and the ethnic groups. And, and until we get into that type of air atmosphere, racism is, racism is going to be very prevalent. It's, it's, people do not want to give up the upper hand that they think they have, despite it's an image. Corporations really don't care what color you are. They just want the money in your pocket. And, and, but they give them the air that they've got an advantage. I think, I think you know, corporations historically have very much cared what color you are because they have been part of this system of white supremacy. And, they, and as a consequence of that system, white people have been the ones who have accumulated the greatest wealth and income in the United States. And so they're the ones that corporations want to market to. I think it's, I mean, just look at what television ads look like today versus 40 years ago or even 10 years ago. Right, right. I mean, they make more money. They're higher income. They can get more money out of them. Right. Uh, but my point being that we have two, a snake with two heads, corporate power and what they want, and then we have racist power and what they want. Yeah. And uh, Well, and you've got a political party that has decided to use racism and the fear of the other, as it were, as a political weapon, which is not well, unique sure, to America. Them lining their pockets. I mean, uh, those suits that the Republicans wear look really nice. I know I can't afford them, you know, but uh, it keeps money, it keeps their pocket line. Uh, I just saw an ad in our area, the Toledo area, um, for this guy, Bernie Moreno. If I had ever heard a Trumpster, it's him. Even talk, his parents came from Mexico. And him talking about making English the national language. I'm like, what the heck is this guy talking about? Yeah. You know, uh, it's scary. Yeah. Okay, I'll let you go. You I get it, it, Jose. Thanks a lot for the call. Uh, I, you know, I share your concern, and I don't have any easy solutions. I, some days I feel a little bit like Rodney King. You know, can't we just all get along? Quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR, all into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. It's accessible from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit with NetSuite. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash Hartman with two N's. netsuite.com slash Hartman. That's netsuite.com slash Hartman. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. 
I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Hey, remember the Villages? That uh, retirement community in Florida, this huge plot. It's, it's so big, it covers, you know, it's in two counties. It's got its own um, uh, what do you call it, a census uh, map or designation or whatever. Um, it's massive. Uh, yeah, its own census designation is the phrase. Excuse me. And, uh, they, and they're very Trumpy. Well, three, three guys from the villages have now been busted for voter fraud. All three of them. Uh, Ket, Ketzik, the guy, Mr. Ketzik, is uh, accused of voting by mail in Florida in October and then casting an absentee ballot in his original home state of Michigan. Halstead, 71, voted in person in Florida but cast an absentee ballot in New York. And Ryder, 61, was arrested at a Royal Caribbean cruise ship terminal. Um, apparently did the same thing. All three are regist registered Republicans. And it's not just Florida Republicans who are voting illegally. In October, you know, a guy in Clark County, uh, I, I believe this is also Florida, Donald Kirk Hartle, made the claim that his wife, who had died in 2017, got a ballot. Remember this? It, it, this was all over Fox News. Oh, I don't know how that ballot, you know, who could have voted? And, and it was a ballot that ultimately was voted for Donald Trump, apparently, and it was him. He, he mailed his wife's ballot in. Another guy, Bruce Barman, 70, pleaded uh, guilty to felony perjury and unlawful voting in May after, busting, after being busted for voting for Trump in his dead mother's name. Uh, he says, I was isolated in lockdown. I listened to too much propaganda. Uh, it's sad. It's really sad. Anyhow, picking up your phone calls. Dominique in Wilkesboro, Pennsylvania, or excuse me, North Carolina. Hey, Dominique, what's on your mind today? What's going on, Tom? I'm, 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 I just heard your, I just heard your, uh, I just heard your comment that they're really going to push this back till the beginning of the year, this voting right and this bill back better. Like, I done waited in line for hours, at least three hours, to vote to get this man in because this is the most important vote of my life, and they dragging their feet. I tell you what, this time I'm not. I'm, I mean, as frustrating as this, I'm not. I, 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 I kind of. If they lose, it's their fault, and they're gonna see that these Republicans. They're gonna play the long game. They're gonna make sure when they get in power again, when they have the House, and they're not already drew these lines, they're going to get worse, and they're going to and they're going to seize power, and they're going to squeeze the Democrats. When the Democrats, so when the next time when we get when we get to where we can fight back, we need some fighters. We don't need this. This I need a I need a fighter, man. I'm, I'm sitting in this line. I need someone that's going to fight. That's going to do what Mitch McConnell do. I don't care what the if it's right or wrong. We're just going to we. I want to win. Yeah. I want to keep winning. I mean, this is this is ridiculous. We got people going on hunger strikes just to do just to be equal. There's no reason why that that this voting right shouldn't pass. It's five, five, and five. That that should it should be nonpartisan, but they don't play that way. They don't. It's like it's like it's like a Marvel character, like Thor and, and Loki. It's like he any chance Loki get, he's 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 
he's trying to attack Thor, and Thor just turns the other cheek and do the right thing, and it's, it's just not going to work in politics. We cannot be nice. Nice is over. We need we need a Mitch McConnell. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I can't disagree with you, Dominique. Uh, it, it, it is infuriating. It is absolutely infuriating. I, and, and uh, you know, I've been doing this show 18 years. Back when Harry Reid was the Senate Majority yeah. Leader, we had yeah. the same damn problem. And I was making jokes on the air all the time. And, you know, looking back on it, they were pretty sexist jokes. But I was making jokes about how somebody needed to go to stand. And this is when Schwarzenegger was governor of California. Somebody needs to go stand outside Schwarzenegger's house and snatch his testosterone delivery when it comes at the beginning of every month and go give Harry Reid a shot when he's not, you know, sneak up and stick it in his butt when he's not looking. You know, give him and and. And, you know, it, 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 as I said, on reflection, it was a pretty gross joke. But the point was Harry Reid always was was always given into the Republicans, too, or given into the to the so-called conservatives in his own party. And I'm over it. And, and I'm I'm sick and tired of this. You know, Joe Biden, excuse me, Joe Manchin is is either a, a complete sellout or, you know, or a secret Republican or the biggest and most disgusting egomaniac on the planet, and he's, and he's reveling in the fact that he gets to play, you know, co-president with, with Joe Biden. And I think it's wrong, and I think that, uh, frankly, Chuck Schumer and, and uh, Joe Biden should sit him down and, and say, you know, uh, Mr. Manchin, we're going to throw your sorry ass out of this town. You're going to regret the day that you ever came to this town, politically speaking. But I don't think that they have the, the courage to do it, frankly. And it's, it's really, I, I, there's a lot of us out here who are seriously pissed off, Dominique. And I think it's time, you know, it, it, today, right now, would be a really good moment to call your senators. I realize you've got two Republican senators there in North Carolina, but, but uh, you call some Democratic senators if you can't and call them up and say, enough. You guys, you think you're going to go on vacation without passing voting rights and without passing Bill Back Better? Get the hell back into Washington, D.C. Keep that session and, and certainly call Chuck Schumer. And, and again, the telephone number is 202-224-3121. Dominique, i got to move along, but thank you for saying it and saying it so well. Uh, Jeff in Portland, Oregon. Hey, Jeff, what's on your mind? Hey, good morning, Tom. Happy holidays to you and everybody. Um, and, you know, Tom, just as uh, COVID is ravaging humanity, uh, you know, as your Hartman and particularly unvaccinated America, as the Hartman report lays out today. And just as climate change is ravaging the planet, the big lie and the fascist movement that is today's GOP, it's, it stands ready to demolish our democracy. Our, and our best bulwark against all these threats is to pass Build Back Better and expand voting rights uh, uh, with, the two voting, with the two voting bills. And, and I agree with Rep Khanna, you know, about putting the BBB Act up for a vote sooner rather than later. And I have an outside-the-box suggestion regarding the voting bills. Uh, what do you think, Tom? If we can't get cinema to understand the simple math that Democrats do better when we expand access to the ballot, what do you think about trying to make these bills pass on a bipartisan basis, uh, including by including in provisions that move us away from voting machines to voting on paper ballots? You, you've said many times we're the only major democracy that doesn't do this. And at the very least, it, it would seem to call the, the Republicans bluff and maybe take some steam out of their bit out of the big lie. Uh, what do you think, Tom? I think you're an idealist, Jeff. Yes, the Republicans are running around going, oh, you know, paper ballots are, are the only thing and, you know, we shouldn't have voting machines. I've been saying that since 2001. <laughs> it's it's yeah. like, you know, a lot of us have been saying that since 2001. But nonetheless, 
Um, even though you and I and the entire GOP agree that we should get rid of electronic voting machines, and they think that's the best thing for America, we think that's the best thing for America, they will not go along with it if Democrats propose it because they are committed to sabotaging the Democratic Party. They are committed to gaining absolute power at any cost and using that power to promote their their own agenda, which is you know racism, homophobia, and and let's pump as much money as possible out of the middle class and into the top one percent who pay all their bills. That's it. That's the bottom line. And yeah, ab absolutely. But don't you, you think you can't it would negotiate least, with these? You can't negotiate it, it, with terrorists. It might expose. It might help expose their. I don't. You know, I, you know nobody. Yeah. Everybody yeah. knows that the Republican Party yeah. is not bargaining in good faith. Just like Cinema and yeah. Mansion are not bargaining in good faith. These people are political it, terrorists, and we need to it, we need to view them as such, and we need to deal with them as such. You know, if you and, do not negotiate with terrorists. You 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 do everything you can to disempower them. Okay. To reduce okay. their ability I, I, to function. Okay, you convinced me, Tom. One one last thing. Why why doesn't Cinema is she that you know dumb that she doesn't understand that when McCain gave a thumbs down uh, on the Senate floor, he was he was saying um, you know no, we're not going to let you t Republicans take away health care, you, you know, and the Build Back Better Act is trying to give the, to the working class, not take away. Yeah, her thumbs down was on the minimum wage. I thought it was on taking away health care, uh, you know, taking away the uh, Obamacare. And, and she's, she's confused that because what, what the Build Back Better Act is trying to do is, is lift up the working class to, to give people something. And, no, I get know, that, Jeff, and so yeah. does she. She's not yeah. stupid. She is not stupid. Yeah. But yeah. she's probably looking at being a multimillionaire for the rest of her life if she keeps dancing to the tune of the Republicans and the, and the, and the right-wing billionaires. And uh, I, it's the only thing I can come up with as, as her agenda. I don't think that, you know, or, or she's going to become a Republican, which is the same thing. You know, it's all the same thing. Again, political terrorism. It's, it's, it's disgusting. Jeff, I got to run, but thank you for the call. Uh, Susan in Alsip, Illinois. Hey, Susan, what's up? Hey, Tom, thanks for taking my call. Um, about the Voting Rights Act that the Supreme Court gutted in 2013, uh, one stipulation in there was that um, the, a handful of red states had to, certain Confederate states had to get approval for making any changes to their voting. Yeah, it was called pre-approval, yes. It, yes, what if we expand that to all 50 states? Then they can't cry foul. Oh, we absolutely should. And, and the, you know, one of my objections to, to uh, uh, both the Manchin effort and the H.R. Uh, 1 effort was that, you know, again, it's flagging these individual states that have traditionally been problematic. But the, the cancer of Republican voter obstruction is spreading through states that were never problematic. You know, Wisconsin, for God's sake. And so, you know, it's, we, we need to be doing this all across the country. I am completely, completely with you. Thank you, Susan, for the call. Cal in Tacoma, Washington. Hey, Cal, what's up? Yeah, Tom. Uh, that uh, caller, a couple of callers before, talking about he needed a champion. I think Bernie Sanders was the guy, and uh, we passed him by. And he has tremendous power right now as chairman of the Budget Committee. It's one of the most powerful positions in the Senate. And he has done his job, and he cre and, you know, creating this Build Back Better legislation. And, uh, and, it's, and it's now being sabotaged by two of our own, two of our own people, Cinema and Mansion, are sabotaging our efforts. 
No, I understand that. It is so yeah, wrong. It is so about. wrong. It is just so friggin' wrong. And, and, you know, we all need to be calling Chuck Schumer at 202-224-3121 and say, get a damn spine, man. Brian in Arveda, Colorado. Hey, Brian, what's on your mind today? Good morning, Tom. Always a pleasure to be on your show. I am. I'm very excited about my new production company, New Sunlight's Way, name obviously inspired by your book, Last Hours of Ancient Sunlight. Um, I'm just getting off the ground, but anyone listening who would like to be a part of Storytelling for a Green Just Tomorrow, which is our slogan, is welcome to reach out to me at newsunlightsway.com. Let me know how they'd like to be a part of uh, entertainment-based activism. But um, I was hoping you could elaborate somewhat on how you see storytelling being a part of a national movement towards a sustainable and just future for our society. You touched upon that in, in last hour's ancient summit. Yeah, thank you, Brian. I don't think that any kind of message can be delivered effectively without a story attached to it. It's why there's always, you know, an example of, uh, you know, a person who has benefited from something or is suffering from something. And the Republicans are brilliant at this. Uh, you know, I mean, it, it, all the way back to Terry Schiavo, right? Find one person, or the, the woman, uh, what's her name, uh, Ashley, what's a, who got killed at the Capitol. Uh, you know, I mean, it's like take a person's story and, and, and generalize everything out of that. Democrats are terrible at it, and they need to get better at it. Okay, it's time to commit. 2024 is the year for prioritizing yourself. Begin your new smile journey with Byte, and you could start seeing results in just two to three weeks. Just order your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95 at Byte.com. Byte clear liners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer financing options, accept eligible insurance, and you could pay with your HSA, FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Well, here's a couple of uh, interesting little data points. So this is uh, apropos of the tornado disaster in the Midwest, which is just terrible, right? I mean, you know, all these people dead. The property destruction. Can you just imagine having literally everything you own destroyed? Pictures, papers, everything. Just vanish. It's just, I mean, I, I look at this and it just breaks my heart. I, I, just, I you know, I, I can't stop imagining what it would be like if that happened to me. Of course, you know, we live in a part of the country where the, the same thing could happen only by an earthquake. And everybody in, in uh, the Pacific Northwest is waiting for the big one, right? Uh, the, the newspaper last week, 37% uh, chance of it happening in the next 50 years. Uh, you know, a, a 9.1 earthquake or 7.1, in any case. So this terrible day, this terrible day in Kentucky and Illinois, we're now starting to get some reports, and this is grim stuff. NBC News reported, uh, this is from uh, the Daily Poster, David Sirota's newsletter, uh, dailyposter.com. NBC News reported Monday that workers at a Kentucky candle factory were told by supervisors they would be fired if they left their workplace in the face of the storm. After the second time the tornado warning siren went off in this town, the employers told the employees at the candle factory, go back to work. And of course, lots of them died. Turns out, apparently the same thing happened uh, with uh, an Amazon warehouse in Illinois. 
An Amazon worker reportedly texted his girlfriend just before the tornado hit, quote, Amazon won't let us leave. Eight workers died at the candle factory. Six workers were killed in the disaster, the Amazon warehouse in Illinois. And now we're discovering that earlier this year, Illinois lawmakers introduced legislation to protect workers from being threatened with being fired if they think that their life is at risk. And just, just think about this for a moment. I mean, I, I just can't even imagine, you know, like, you know, if, if our building was on fire saying to Sean and Nate, if you guys leave during the fire, you're fired. I Really? Put your employees' lives at risk? But apparently, you know, according to these reports, dailyposter.com, Amazon and the Candle Factory both said, you have to keep working. And people died as a result of that. Well, in one state in the United States right now, Montana, it's the only state if you want to fire somebody, you have to have just cause. And Illinois is trying to pass a law that would put them in line with that. But the Chicagoland Chamber of Commerce, the Illinois Chamber of Commerce, the Illinois Retail Merchants Association, which, by the way, Amazon donates to, are all fighting that. No, we want to be able to continue threatening our employees with end of, end of employment, even if they're literally even if their lives are at stake. The headline over at dailyposter.com, worker protection bill blocked before tornado disaster. Now, I don't have an update on this, but I'm guessing, I'm, I'm, I would bet it is still being blocked. Republicans are still opposed to workers having any power in the workplace, which is just so wrong. It's just so wrong. Anyhow, we'll be back with your calls on everything from the, the traitorous the treason, as, as Ed Perlmutter called it this morning, the treason attempt in the Capitol to uh, inflation, to, you know, workers. You're listening to the Tom Hartman Program. And let us not forget the grifters over at uh, Fox News, Laura and Sean and Brian, who are all begging the president to stop, the, stop your mob. Kathy in Madison, Wisconsin. Hey, Kathy, you wanted to get back to the to the issue of the folks in the factories who wanted to leave and walk off the job when the tornadoes came and Amazon and the candle company uh, allegedly said, no, you can't. Yes, uh, absolutely, because yes, they can. Yes, they could have. They could have walked out. That was an imminent danger. They were covered by OSHA, which covers most, um, by far most, private sector workers and some public sector workers. And under OSHA, there is called right to refuse. And in the case of imminent danger, there is no question they had the right to walk out. And while I was waiting on the phone, <clears throat> I was reading, you know, reports about the candle factory incident. It was it was heartbreaking because the way they frame it in the reporting is the workers asking, can I leave, uh, requesting to leave, all this stuff they could have just left. It was an imminent danger no matter what the boss says. And furthermore, any worker covered by OSHA who exercises a right under OSHA is free from employer retaliation. I want to know but, if but, any of these workplace things were posted in the workplace. Oh, even if they were, they were probably done in such legalese that the average worker had no idea what they actually meant. Which, which raises the, the second question, Kathy, which is apparently you are familiar with this law in this, this area. Um, I'm not so familiar with it. Um, if I was a worker and if I said, okay, my life is in danger, I'm walking off and my employer fired me, 
Um, it seems like the next step, if this, if I'm protected by federal law, is to hire a lawyer who will uh, file, you know, a lawsuit in federal court, or will, or will go to OSHA. I mean, the average worker probably doesn't have the the resources, not certainly probably doesn't have the you know the information needed to do that, but probably doesn't have the resources to do it either. Or how does that play out? Well, that that's that's very true. They're not making enough money to even cover the space between getting resolution. Because as you know, when it comes to workers and labor and all this stuff, justice delayed is always justice denied. Yep. But this is a question of life or limb, and the worker has to make that determination. Uh, typically, what you would do in the case of an OSHA violation like that, you would go to OSHA, and they would take it. I don't think you necessarily have to hire a lawyer. I don't think you're necessarily precluded from hiring a lawyer. I'm not a, uh, an expert in that field. I'm just somebody who worked in the labor movement for a zillion years and now writes writes about it on occasion. Um, well, so you. what people really need to do is, is go on their websites for OSHA and know these rights, because these catastrophic weather conditions are going to be plaguing us for a very long time, probably well past my lifetime. And people need to know what their rights are. Imminent danger is imminent danger. And there's a case law going back to 1980. The court does talk about imminent danger. There are other types of dangers that are not imminent, but people need to know that uh, when they go through certain steps for you know, where it's kind of dicey, where you have to ask the employer to correct it, the employer fails to correct it, so, et cetera. And so, so, Kathy, if, no you know, as somebody who's worked in the labor field, if this is all the case, if OSHA is, you know, providing this umbrella to all of us, then why is the Chicago, why is the Illinois and the Chicagoland Chamber of Commerce lobbying so hard against a law in Illinois that would bring them up to the standards of Montana? offering workers, uh, you know, eliminating the you may be fired for no cause provisions? Or is that a separate thing? Well, I, that, you know, that's what prompted me to call, because I don't even know why Illinois would need a separate law when we've got federal OSHA that's very clear on what workers' rights are. Uh, so I don't, I, I but really this, don't this know is just, this is, this is, But this is limited to safety. I mean, if you have to, if an employer has to, in, in every state in the union right now except Montana, an employer can fire a person and just say, you know, I did it because I felt like it. And in Montana, you've got to say, well, you know, here's the list of seven things that you did that where you really screwed up and thus you're out of here. Um, and, you know, one of those things might be you, you walked off the job while you thought you weren't safe. So to, to disentangle those two issues, um, the worker, the, you know, the, the you must have cause to fire um, impinges on safety, but not always. So uh, do I have that right? Well, yeah, I think I think what we're talking about uh, is is two different things because you're talking about uh, you know cause or, or just cause, right. which typically if you're not covered by a union, an employer can fire you what they say for any reason. Well, we right. know there's exceptions, discrimination, and all that other kind of stuff. Right. But there's also the exception in this case covered by OSHA when you are trying to enforce your rights under OSHA to have a safe workplace and to be safe at work or leave that work if you're in imminent danger. Right. So there, to me, it sounds like there's no question with regard to safety. And I'm a little murky about why they're not you know, relying on that, what what Illinois can do, if Illinois, and they probably do, has a separate, states can set up their own state OSHAs. Mm -hmm. And what the law says about that, what OSHA, and it's right on OSHA's webpage, all this information is right there, is that 
the state OSHAs have to be at least as uh, compliant with uh, federal OSHA or more. So if they want to go above, you know, what federal OSHA says, fine. Right, so federal law is the floor, not the ceiling. Federal OSHA. Yeah, I get it. Kathy, thank you so much. It's uh, great to hear from you, and I, I appreciate the wealth of knowledge you brought to our program. Thank you so much. Tom in Lafayette, Louisiana. Hey, Tom, what's on your mind? Hey, Tom, I, I wanted to talk about the tornadoes. Yeah. Um, but I, we have hurricanes down here. But And I know a couple of people that live in uh, tornado-prone states, Alabama and Arkansas, and they both have storm shelters. So this is what I, you know, I keep hearing this about, that they didn't let them leave to go home. But when, when you know that a tornado is coming, you have a very short window. If you live in the town where you can hear the sirens, so, number one, did they even hear the sirens? They did. And how were they notified? At the okay. cattle factory, well, yeah. Okay. So what I, but the last thing you want to do is when a tornado is coming is get in your car and, and get on the road. Right. So you are you raising the question, Tom, why did that candle factory not have a secure storm cellar or storm uh, no. shelter? Well, I don't know if they did or not, but they, if, if they're in a tornado-prone area, you would think that they would have a storm shelter on the premises. And, and that Amazon uh, facility was relatively new. And I'm wondering, you know, as far as the building code, if it was up to code as far as being resistant to wind damage. Excellent questions, Tom. I don't know the answer to either of those questions, but I'm guessing that there's a whole bunch of lawyers who are trying to figure it out right now. And I think that's a good thing, you know, putting some accountability in this. Tom, thanks a lot for the call. And thanks for listening to us down there in Louisiana. The place where despair is not an option. Get active, right? It's the ultimate cure for despair. Hey, thanks so much for sharing our program and for reaching out to our stations and sponsors and letting them know that you're listening. It really means a lot to us. Tom Harbin here with you. I got an email this morning from indivisible.org saying that the Senate leadership, that would be Chuck Schumer, is thinking about taking a recess, a break, a vacation today without passing Build Back Better and without passing civil rights legislation and encouraging us all to call the congressional switchboard and talk to both of our senators, regardless of their party, and saying, you guys are not, you should not go home until you have passed Build Back Better and voting rights. Don't even think about it. And maybe, and not even maybe, I'd reverse the order. You're not going home until you've passed voting rights and build back better. And the number for that switchboard, that congressional switchboard, is 202-224-3121. It gets you any member of the Senate or the House. You just ask for them. This is the switchboard. You know, write it on your refrigerator, right? 202-224-3121. 202-224-3121. Call them now or anytime today, any anytime in the next couple hours and say, do not go on recess until you have passed voting rights and build back better. Don't you friggin' dare. You've been listening to Tom Hartman. For audio and video archives, visit TomHartman.com. 